Hello and welcome to CIO Leadership Live New Zealand. I'm Cathy O'Sullivan, Editor-in-Chief for APAC for CIO, and I'm delighted to welcome my guest today, Richard Wyke. Richard is the Chief Digital Officer at Consumer Direct Online Lender Harmony. Prior to joining Harmony, Richard worked for Figured as their Chief Product Officer, and Richard also featured in our CIO 50 in 2021. Hello, Richard. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Good, good, and great to chat to you again. Um, so can you tell us um, a little bit more about Harmony and what your team does there? Sure. Um, so Harmony is a, a direct-to-consumer lender. Um, we do unsecured personal lending and secured uh, car lending up to $70,000 here in New Zealand and Australia. Um, a lot of people in New Zealand would know us from um, our peer-to-peer days, which is where um, we were started and founded. Um, uh, and you know, I mean, I've been here nine months. Um, like I said, I was at, at Figured for, gosh, nearly eight years um, prior to this. So it was a big move for me. Um, and and yeah, so I, I look after the engineering team um, and you know everything that we we build for customers. So um, transformation has been, you know, it's a huge part of of the um, finance industry and and indeed the banking sector at the moment with things like open finance. Uh, open banking. Can you tell us a little bit more about, um, I guess, transformation in your own career and how that has taken shape? Mm. Um, you know, I've been pretty lucky. Um, you know, if I if I look at the figured um, role and, and here to have been part of you know, some pretty pretty big um, transformations. You know, um, turning up at at that moment when the organisation was you know just ready for um, you know, some some big change. Um, yeah, look, it's um, I, uh, it's it's such an interesting um, thing for me because so many people seem you know to struggle it, with transformation, and you know it, it's this huge you know it, to get the momentum to get going um, it is this huge challenge, and um, you know it's you know something which I just haven't struggled with because of the sort of organisations I think I've worked with. You know, they've been ready for you know what's next um ready for the you know the big challenge um and you know so uh, you know in, in a lot of ways i feel like I, i've cheated I, you know i haven't had that initial um you know struggle to get the ball the, the ball moving um so um but you know what i have seen is maybe the other side of that where um you know what an organization can achieve when it is top to bottom fully committed to um you know a a change or a transformation um, you know the, the the one I figured um, you know was pretty huge where you know the, the company was really struggling as a startup and you know uh, one of the good things about you know limited resource at, at startups is it really focuses the mind and um, you know there um, you know that 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 transformation of you know um, uh, you know how we changed product and engineering um, you know has taken it from you know, a company which was really struggling to one which is now um, you know. Uh, you know, doing absolutely fantastically. So, um, you know, I've really seen, you know, I guess, um, you know, what can happen when a company is super committed to, you know, really changing everything, um, whether, whether they're forced to or, or not, I guess. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that scarce resourcing definitely helps drive innovation and create creativity, doesn't it? Absolutely. Um, so um, tell us then about what transformation means for Harmony. How, how is your digitization program tracking? Mm. Um, you know, in, in, in a lot of ways, um, you know, Harmony is, um, you know, 
you know, miles ahead of, I guess, you know, some of our our peers and you know um, other people in in the um, the fintech um, or, or financial services because you know we were founded in 2014, so you know we didn't um, we don't have all this legacy of um, you know systems accumulated over decades. Um, however, you know, because the business model has changed and you know we've you know, launched really successfully into Australia, um, you know, I think the um you know some of the systems which were um you know right for us at the beginning um you know have sort of reached the or starting to reach their natural end um and you know so while um you know we are you know evolving our whole stack um you know to um you know give better experiences for customers and our internal teams you know what that really means is a real mix you know in some some areas that is wholesale change in other areas it's um you know consolidating and simplifying around existing systems so you know overall it, it's a very evolutionary change you know um the, the the sort of the program of work we've um, undergone since i've started um but you know the big focus for us is um you know i think is um a, a technology change but also a culture change um and you know, really reducing that cross section of systems that teams have to work with, um, you know, to improve that um, you know, developer experience, if you like, um, you know, so that um, we're able to you know ship quicker and um, and better. So you you might not have the legacy that some of the larger enterprises have to grapple with when they're undergoing a transformation. But what have been, I guess, um, you mentioned culture there. Are there any other kind of challenges or roadblocks that you've encountered that you've had to I guess navigate when when you're trying to push through a change. Maybe when you know, as as you mentioned, one of those systems is is, is getting to that point of it's past its 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 use by date. Mm. Um, oh yeah, and and look, um, you know, like any organization, um, you know, we we've accumulated um, stuff everywhere that um, you know made sense at the time, or you know, got us to you know where we needed to be, and um, you know, you should never underestimate the power of making that or doing those things which don't scale to get you to you know you know how many ipo'd um, a couple of years back and you know we would never have done that unless we'd have you know, done some things which weren't going to last forever right um but um you know i think probably the biggest thing has been and especially as well for someone who's you know new to an organization um you know it can be um you have to you know sometimes check yourself that you're not riding in roughshod and um, you know, trying to relitigate stuff which has, you know, been litigated, you know, to death because of lots of really good reasons. But equally, you know, you have that other um, class of, of issues of um, legacy thinking. You know, this is how we've always done it. This is how, um, you know, the systems fit together, um, which may have been for good reasons at the time, but everyone sort of forgets the context of why, you know, they were doing it. And, you know, often when you go back to, um, uh, you know, the fundamentals of some of those challenges, that context has changed pretty dramatically now. And so, um, you know, bringing, um, you know, and I wouldn't say it's a roadblock because, um, you know, the, the the team here is is really, um, you know, is really great and, you know, um, up for change, but, um, you know, trying to, um, you know, re, re-architect how everyone thinks about some problems is, has been, um, you know, something which we've spent a lot of time on, I guess. Um, I wouldn't say it's been a roadblock, but um, it's definitely been, you know, one of the more interesting challenges. Yeah, absolutely. Now, look, one of the, I guess, hot topics at the moment that, you know, has definitely entered the mainstream has been things like artificial um, intelligence. And, you know, there's so much chatter at the moment about generative AI and the likes of chat GPT. 
What role do you see for AI in your organization or in the industry more widely? And uh, how, how do you think you might leverage it if, you, if you're not already using it? Yeah, um, I, I think you know, in, in this sense, you know, Harmony is relatively unique um, you know, from, from when we were founded um, you know, as, a, as a very you know, values-based business. You know, we want to have a, a long um, you know, long-term relationship with our customers. We want to offer them, you know, fair, um, you know, rates that are based on their personal circumstances. Um, we want to be, you know, very unintimidating, um, you know, as a um, as a lender. And um, you know, because of that, when we were founded, you know, we we, we took this this view that you know we would use um, you know, um, uh, machine learning to. Um, you know, look at your finances in a very um, you know, unemotional way, and um, you know, offer you what the best rate we could, um, you know, based on you know, the, the reality of your financial situation. Um, and so, you know, we we had a, a data science team from the very beginning, back in 2014, and it's a, it's a core part of our business. Um, and you know, I think if you look at the challenge or the space we're in, and if you look at you know maybe one of our you know, a big bank competitor doing doing personal lending. Um, you know, often, um, you know, what a main bank is doing is filling in a PDF form, you know, that um, uh, describes your finances. Um, and it's really easy in that process when you're talking to a person to, um, you know, explain the complexities of your finances. And, you know, if you look at any person's finances and, you know, if you look at anyone in the office right now, they'll all have completely different, um, you know, how they pay their mortgage or if they pay rent or maybe they flat with someone and they pay the rent and everyone sends them cash every month. You know, it's um, people's finances are so, um, so complicated. That is a really easy problem for a person to solve sitting in front of them, filling in their form of how much their rent costs every month. It's a really tricky problem for computers in a, um, in, in a rules-based world to, um, you know, go through everyone's finances and go, this is what it looks like for them. And this is how we can therefore score them. Um, there's a huge opportunity for us um, you know, using some of um, the AI tools to um, you know, have those little intervention moments to go, hey, it looks from your finances like you pay the rent and people send you cash every month. Is that is that correct? And you know, having those little interventions which a person would do that helps us you know, fill out you know, our version of the PDF form um, you know, in, in our system because it, it would be an impossible problem to solve through a user interface where you know people have to you know, select with drop downs all the complexities of their personal finances. Um, so you know it's it's an area we're pushing on quite hard. I think it's you know we uh, and we're not doing it from a um, perspective of you know just sort of following the pack. You know it's something we've been working on for a little while and like I say, founded with a big data science team. Um, but you know um, not one for talking about stuff we haven't built yet. So uh, maybe something to show you in a year about um, you know, where we've got to. Absolutely. And do you think there'll be more opportunity around that, you know, prediction and, you know, that personalized um, finance with, 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 I guess, changes that they're pushing through in, in Australia and potentially might come to New Zealand with CDR and, and open banking and more control of, of your own finance data? Well, absolutely. Um, and, you know, I think um, for me, the big or the big thing it unlocks is that um, you know hyper personalization at, at scale. You know it's it's really really difficult for um, you know big organizations to um, you know offer that you know friendly personal service where you feel like they actually know what your 
you know, goals are, your aspirations. Um, I mean, every time you, you apply for a, a loan with your bank, you know, they ask you how much you, you earn. And you're like, how do you not know this? Like, I give it to you every <laughs> <laughs> um, And, um, you know, I think if we can you know, really you know, um, embed these tools and practices and thinking um, of um, generative AI is a great example, but, you know, th- there's lots of others. Um, we can actually, you know, make it feel like companies actually know about you, um, which is, you know, impossible to replicate at scale. It would be so expensive to have, you know, that many personal bankers that um, you know, knew deeply what everyone wanted. But, um, you know, there's so, so much data there about, um, you know, me, my situation, you know, what I'm trying to do in life, um, 